here's the very, very, very first thing that you should do. You need to verify your domain in your business manager business settings, okay? And it's real easy. I mean, that's the first thing. If you don't do anything else at all, you have to do this. Because if your domain isn't verified, then your pixel is just going to stop tracking. They're going to say, oh, we don't know this person, and your pixel is going to stop tracking, and you're not going to have any data, okay? You're listening to the Web Presence Rockstars Podcast with Misty Smith from Rio LLC. Thanks for tuning in. Hey y'all, it's me, I'm back. Gosh, I've missed a lot. I've missed the holiday season and all kinds of stuff, but today it's super important. I'm bringing you a very, very, very important and special episode of the Web Presence Rockstars podcast. And this one's all about Facebook ads and the Apple iOS privacy update that's coming They say early spring, whenever that is. So I know some of you guys have heard about it and some of you guys have chosen not to think about it. Me, on the other hand, I have chosen to think about it. This has been completely on my mind Um, since like late December, January. I've been digging around, making changes on my Facebook Um, manager business settings and my clients and you know getting uh, as much information as I could find and learning and setting things up and I've done all this legwork and I've tried it out myself and seen how it works before I brought it all to you guys so I know that what I'm telling you is working the way that they say it's supposed to work so (laughs) without further ado Um, I'm going to just tell you guys that there's a link in the show notes and you guys will be able to download a checklist, a free checklist and some other information about what you should do. You know, I don't, I know this is a crazy topic and I know a lot of people are thinking that Facebook ads are just going to crash and some people are just thinking they're not going to change um, and others are kind of middle of the road like me like what am I supposed to do and I know a lot of you guys want to be prepared so that's what I'm trying to bring to you guys um it's weird um I guess the update was kind of supposed to happen in late January early February and it didn't and now they're saying early spring whenever that is uh spring is in six days So maybe it's going to happen in six days. And having said that, um, I'm kind of, you know, going down to the wire, getting this information out to you guys. But I think that you can um, have enough time to check over your stuff and verify your domains and do everything that is in, you know, my podcast and my checklist to get prepared. Because here's the real thing. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody. It's crazy. We can only assume and we can only prepare for what's happening. And here, here's what's happening. 
So it's it's going to be like iOS, Apple iOS 14 is going to have, it's like 14.5 version, and it's for iPhones and iPads only. It's not for desktop or Mac or Android or anything like that. It's just, um, and that noise in the background is flary. She's playing with her bone while I'm on my podcast, so sorry about that. Okay, so anyway, it's iOS 14.5. It's a privacy update, and it's going to happen for once it pushes through and you run the update every time you open an app like facebook or instagram or any app that had that allows for third-party tracking to third-party websites i guess like with a pixel or any kind of analytics or tracking on any kind of apps it's not just facebook i'm going to say that right now it's not just facebook but for these purposes when you open Facebook or when anybody opens Facebook or Instagram after all of this, after the update rolls out, you're going to get a prompt. It's called an app tracking transparency or ATT prompt. And it's going to say, hey, we want you to click this button so we can continue tracking your interests and your, you know, your moves on websites and third party websites so we can better uh, get ads to you, right? And then you either opt in or opt out. I mean, that's not the exact wording, um, but you get my drift. It's not going to be like a, hey, opt um, opt out here. It's going to give people a choice and it's going to say pe- you know, why. It's going to say why. That's why it's transparent. It's going to say, hey, if you want us to collect data about you and in order to serve relevant ads in your Facebook or Instagram feed, opt in here. If not, click here. So, and there lies another issue (laughs) with what's going on. It's not going to make ads go away for people. By the contrary, the ads are still going to be there. If you opt out, then the ads that you're going to get aren't going to be relevant or of any interest to you. And a little known fact, well, maybe it's not, but here's a fact. You know, I have pixels on my website, on all the websites that I track, like Facebook Pixel, for tracking purposes. And I've run ads before, and I gather data. I don't know it's you. (laughs) I have no idea that I'm marketing to you. I mean, I don't know your IP address. I, I just know that there's a person out there who has an interest in whatever the ad's about. Like you create these audiences, it doesn't have your name or address or phone number. It has none of that. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, weird to me that people are wanting to opt out. I mean, I, and, it, and it seems kind of misleading that people aren't going to get ads, but you're still going to get ads. They're just not going to be of any interest to you, and they may not be, like, um, relevant. They may be crappy, low-quality ads. Um, you're, you're just going to get them all because you've opted out of tracking. That's what this means. So having said all that, let's just talk about what's happening. If someone opts out of third-party tracking, then your pixel will not track any information or interest on a third-party website from that user, okay? It's just not. Um, 
So what Facebook has done is, you know, they want to make sure that they're following the policies of this Apple update in order to continue to stay in the App Store because that's a huge, like, you know, you have to abide in order to keep your app in the App Store. If not, they're going to take you out. Um, and Apple users can't use Facebook at all. Um, so they're going to comply with this, but they've also made some changes that will hopefully continue to collect data f so you can continue your ads and your audience creations and all of that. Um, and that's where we kind of don't know what's going to happen for sure. But that that's what I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over the pieces of all this and, and a little bit of how to, to do some of these things that I'm talking about in my checklist. So if you've already gotten my checklist, you can follow along. If not, you can take notes and then get my checklist or you can just write it down and do it as long as you're prepared. That's what this is about. It's being prepared so that you're doing everything in advance and you're not caught behind, you know, the eight ball, I guess, is how it's called, the little saying that you're not caught behind the eight ball and you're losing data left and right and your ads are being crappy or you just stop doing ads whatsoever. I mean, who, who knows? Um, but the big thing is, and the thing for sure, and Facebook has it, like there's a resource center on your business manager settings, and it tells you you're going to lose data. There's no doubt about it, but they're trying to prevent you from losing so much data. So here's the very, very, very first thing that you should do. You need to verify your domain in your business manager business settings, okay? And it's real easy. I mean, that's the first thing. If you don't do anything else at all, you have to do this because if your domain isn't verified, then your pixel is just going to stop tracking. They're going to say, oh, we don't know this person and your pixel is going to stop tracking and you're not going to have any data. Okay. So in your business settings, go to um, brand safety and under brand safety, click on domains. And then there's a place where you can add your domain. And when you add a domain, you type it in and then it gives you like three or four different ways to verify. You can do it through DNS, through like a text record. You can do, um, like a head tag code, like a meta tag to put in, um, or HTML code. Um, there's lots of ways to do it. And if you don't have access to your domain or you don't know about DNS and you, or you don't want to deal with DNS, um, I've just verified like my clients, I verified their domains just through the meta tags and just put them in the head, in the head tag area in the little, like if they have WordPress, I put it in that area where you can add additional code and whatever. So it's real easy. You put it in there. As soon as you put it in there, click the verify button and you're verified. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get verified, but you know, keep pushing as long as you have that code in there, keep pushing, um, depending on your domain and the website and all that kind of stuff, it might take up to like 30 minutes, but you're going to get it verified. So that's the very first thing. Okay. And you can only verify the domains that you own. All right. <laughs> and what that means is you don't own any third party. Like if you use, um, MailChimp or ConvertKit or, um, Kajabi or, um, and anything, any tools that you use, 
um, for third party, like if you have like a, any funnels or if you use anything for like courses, like teachable or anything like that. You can't verify those domains because they're not yours. So you can kind of see where I'm going. This could be a problem, but I'm going to talk about that here in a minute, okay? Um, especially if, you know, if you hit an add to cart and it takes you off site to another, or, or if you have a click button to something that takes you off site to like a whole other cart that's not even on your website, you know, that, that's an issue. You're not going to be able to track that, um, with events or with your pixel or even custom conversions. I mean, and when I say you're not, nobody really knows a hundred percent for sure, but to be safe, I'm going to give you a workaround for that here in a minute. But anyway, once you verify your domain, here's the here's the other big piece of it. There's a lot of big pieces, so just just take notes. Um, once you have your domain, you're only allowed eight either custom conversions or pixel events per domain, not per page per domain, that's eight. So if you have like a view content, if you have an add to cart, if you have a purchase, if you have a lead, if you have a you know, custom conversion for anything that you've created yourself, you can only have eight per domain, all right? And sometimes if you have the same button across different pages, it's the same pixel event, um, which, which works. But you know, herein lies an issue if you're wanting to track um, like if you have more than eight products or something and you and you have a custom conversion for each of your products for when it's purchased, um, you can only have eight. And when I say domain, that means subdomains too. So like for me, my domain is rio-llc.com. That is my domain. But if I wanted to have a subdomain, which I do for my shop now, I'm in the process of changing it over, but um, through my Square integration, it's success.rio-llc.com. So because it has the rio-llc.com in it, that's still your domain. So whatever domains and subdomains you use, you can only have eight pixel events and custom conversions total, not of each, total for each domain. So when you're choosing, you need to choose wisely. Which one do you want the most? Okay, because you're going to have to rank them. So if you don't have, like right now, if you don't have any pixel events or custom conversion, conversions, now's the time to do it after you verify your domain. So from your business settings and your business manager, go to data sources and then pixels and and then you're going to choose which pixel if you have multiple pixels in your business manager um you're going to choose what pixel and then open an events manager and then this is where it has all of your pixel events all right it has events so if you don't have any events by by default you have page view you have the page view event on your pixel which really isn't a pixel at all um or an event, it is a pixel. It's not a pixel event at all. It's just page views, kind of like um, um, Google Analytics, you can see what's happening. So 
it'll have if you haven't created your events there's a little button that says add events and you can go through the manual setup or you can go through the on-site setup tool which is really cool and i can go over that later but um if you have events it'll, they'll be listed so that's page view you can have view content add a card purchase complete registration all of that so um and that's on the little tab that says pixel slash conversion api all right, so you can either have the pixel or through a conversion API setup. And then you see like the little tab beside it says aggregated event measurement with a little new badge beside it. It's like, ooh, ah, new. If you click on that, it says these events are processed through aggreg aggregated event measurement protocol. So once Apple changes and up makes the update, you're going to receive data from these events but not until, but still it's very important that you have them set up. So there's a little button that says configure web events. If you click on that, um, it'll have all of your domains listed um, that you have verified and um, how many events you have under each. So this is where you rank them. You can hit manage event, like if you expand one open and it has manage events, you can move these around to which is most important from highest priority to lowest priority. Now here's the kicker. If you don't do this, um, Facebook's going to do it for you. So they might put something up at the top that they think is important to highest priority, but you don't. So, you know, go in there and make sure all this is set up. So you don't have to do this once um, the updates go through. This is why we're preparing. Remember, that's what this is all about is being prepared because I don't know what's going to happen, but it's always great to be prepared, right? <laughs> so um, this is where you can rank them once you have them set up. So when you hit the manage events tab, you're going to you're going to get a thing that says edit these events because it wants to make sure because here's another downside and I hate to be like the big bear of bad news for this because you know things are changing but i didn't make the rules i'm just i'm just explaining them to you so um once you make a change or you add or something it could be up to 72 hours before your ads and your ad sets will start or will be able to be used um for any type of ad optimization so again that's another huge reason why you need to set it up now because yeah that way you have it all set and it's and it's seemingly seamless or that's that's the plan right so now you can click through to edit and then it has it takes you to another page yet again with my slow internet all right so uh, it has a priority and it has the little handles where you can move them up and down and then um, you can hit add event if you wanted to add an event and then when you hit the drop down button you can either choose you know what pixel it is or for your domain or a custom conversion if you have them set up what it is and then um, you know what event it is like if, if you want the value optimization on or off and then you're going to hit submit okay so get all of those set up prior to please. And oh, you don't know what a custom conversion is? Oh, well, guess what? I can help you with that just as I did with the pixel events. So when you're on the screen, the events manager screen, um, there's a little menu to the left. And if you uh, hover over it with your mouse, um, and oh, by the way, if you haven't figured this out, 
You need to be on your desktop to do this. You can't do this from your phone, okay? I'm sorry. I wish you could, trust me, I wish you could, but it all has to be set up on your desktop. But, all right, so when the little menu pops out, there's a uh, thing called custom conversions. So if you click on that, um, it'll list all of your custom conversions that you have and what are active um, on your site. And then it has a little blue button that says create custom conversion. Um, so when you create your customer conversion, you can set it up, you name it, you can add a description, um, and you set your conversion events. So let's say that um, you want to have a custom conversion for a purchase, and then there's rules. Once you click purchase, then there's rules and you can um, add a URL. So if you, this is where like if you have a thank you page, once someone's purchased and you have a thank you page, and you can only do this if you own that thank you page, I guess in the future. Um, but anyway, so you cl click the URL and it contains, or it doesn't contain or equal to, it's kind of like the little Boolean thing that you can put in there. But this is a, a, a very specific custom conversion to track very specific conversions for lack of a better word. So again, if you have a thank you page for someone um, signing up for your email list or registering for a class or purchasing um, a product or whatever, you can set your conversion specifically for that. And that's where this gets a little, um, oh, and you can set a value to it too, which is like super cool to set the value to it. Um, because it, you know, whatever it's worth. So like if you're selling something for a hundred dollars, you can put the conversion value at a hundred dollars and then it kind of keeps track of all these when you're running an ad and all that. It's really cool. But anyway, that's for another time. Um, so this is where the problem comes in. If you have like tons and tons of products. So, you know, before you could have as many as you wanted, but with this update, you can only have eight total that's custom conversions and events combined, okay? So choose wisely, choose wisely. All right, now um, staying back on the custom conversions page, um, you see a little button that says share. And this is very important, okay? Um, and you can also share your pixel, but I'm gonna tell you why you would wanna share. Um, let's say that you've hired an agency to do your ads for you, which is cool. I mean, I have clients, I do ads for them all the time. And for some reason, the agency has taken ownership of your business manager or your Facebook page with full admin rights. And it says like, when you go to Facebook, it says that this page is owned by you know, XYC, XYZ agency. So you haven't added them on like as someone who could use it as a partner, they have full access to it themselves and they seem like they're the owner. Right now, stop what you're doing. This is just as important as verifying your domain because guess what? If they're the owner, you're not gonna be able to verify your own domain. So stop what you're doing and gain control back. You need to contact them and you need to start the process um, of getting ownership back to you. That way you can verify 
your domains and you can set up all this. They can walk you through it. You can still be a partner with them. You don't have to stop using them. I don't want you to stop using them. I just want you to realize and understand the importance of this, that you are the owner so you can verify your domains and that you can, um, you know, go in and look around and see and make these changes that I'm talking to you about. If you need to share a custom conversion, this page and that share button is where you do it. If you need to share your pixel, you do it on the pixel page, on the data sources in the pixel page. Once you choose your pixel, you can, under your events, you can share it. So um, you're sharing the data so they can see it, but they're not the owner, okay? It's very important that it's your domain it's your Facebook page that you need to have ownership of it, okay? I can't stress that enough. If not, you're not gonna be able to see anything. It's gonna say all these are like hidden or you don't have access to them. And you know, this is your business, it's not their business, right? So I know they're gonna be great and they're, they're helping you and they're running all kinds of ads and stuff and you're getting great results, but you know, if, if they don't know about what's happening with this, with these changes, and if they haven't already started the process of, you know, making these changes and getting things back to you, you need to initiate that with them now. I mean, like we're, we're talking literally maybe six days, maybe seven days tops before this um, iOS update rolls out. So super, super, super important, okay? And the other thing is, is if they have their own pixel on, their webs like if you have your pixel on your website and they have their pixel on their website i'm not sure how that's going to work um because they're not going to be able to verify your domain so that's why you need to share the pixel so does that all, does all this make sense to you like the big reason to verify your domain is that your pixel that's connected to that domain will um collect data so like if they have like some random pixel that they use on everyone and they get data and they you know, give information back to you, you're going to need to use your pixel that's connected to your domain that you can verify. All right. <sighs> I know this is a lot. Um, this is a lot more than I think anyone anticipated and it can be tricky, but you know, it's coming y'all. This is, this is what you have to do. So if you need any help, contact me please um send me an email or call me or you know however you want to get in touch with me L little voice message in the link in the show notes just you know if you want me to walk you through anything or you know explain what you know or talk to your agency or whatever but your agency should already know what's happening hopefully fingers crossed knock on wood but you need to take these steps. Don't don't let any of these agencies take your pixel and your domain and all that kind of stuff. It's yours. It's your data. It's not theirs because it's your account. Okay. So, all right, moving right along. So, this whole aggregated events management that is Facebook's answer to data loss because it's not necessarily your pixel it is but it's not and it's it's a it's like a different type of way to track third-party information so they're hoping that there's not going to be a lot of data loss for the people who are opting out of tracking through the pixel 
This is supposed to make up for the difference. Fingers crossed it will. Who knows what's going to happen. But it's all depending on if you have it set up or not. So what is this garbage in, garbage out? If you don't have anything set up, you're not going to get any information back, right? Um, you have to have everything set up in order to get the difference of the data. If not, your, your data is going to drop immensely in, in your reporting and all that. So the only issue is, and I don't know if they're going to fix it or not, but this goes back to third-party websites. Um, if someone clicks on a button from your ad and it takes you to a third-party website, like that's not yours. Like when I say third-party now, I mean like um, Kajabi or I I'm just like throwing these out there. So something that is not yours. Something is not your domain. And it's an add to cart. And then the thank you page is back to your domain. The chances are you're going to lose that thank you page data because it doesn't, it loses a connection. This aggregated events management thing loses a connection after one domain. So if it's any way possible, like if you have a, um, like a WordPress website and you're using WooCommerce, you can have the cart and the thank you page and everything on your website. And that's what you need because it will follow that domain and you won't lose any data, hopefully. Or that's kind of how they're selling this to us, okay? Um, so the other thing is, is if you have to have, like, um, for me, like with Square, if, if someone goes, like, and it's connected to my domain and the domain is verified and all that kind of stuff. But if the add to cart is not you're on your subdomain but you can redirect back to your purchase you know I think you want data more than the add to cart because you can also have you content so if someone's looking at something and then they hit the add to cart you can still get that click from the add to cart it's just the initiate payment stuff that you're gonna miss okay but I think if you're selling and you want to make sales, I think the purchase is important and I think the add to cart is important because then you can create an audience that is you know, anyone who has viewed content but didn't purchase or anyone who added a card and didn't purchase. So you can do that retargeting thing there. But, you know, make sure that your thank you page, at, at minimum, thank you page comes back to your own domain. Okay, um, and that way you can put your purchase um, event or custom conversion event or whatever for that page and you can collect that data. I hope this is all making sense to you because it is really, really, really super important if you want to continue doing Facebook ads. So, okay, moving on. We've already established that you're gonna lose data and Facebook is saying it too so if you are in your um, business manager and you go to ads manager and um, you see a little resource tab up at the top beside your campaigns if you click on your resource center you know it says um, it tells you what changes are coming soon. It has little tasks for you. If, if you need tasks to verify your um, 
domains it'll it'll say there but if you want to get an idea of how much data you could possibly lose um if you go from your business tools settings to the facebook analytics you can make a filter um so from the dashboard you can create a filter and how you do that is there's a little purple button at the top and it's a drop down and you can create a filter and you filter it for people who use iOS and that will show you the percentage of people who have gone to your website and gone to your Facebook page uh, the percentage of people who are um, Apple users so this one in particular that I'm looking at as a client they have 52% of their people who um, are on iOS that's a lot of data so you're thinking some of that's going to be gone. Like not everyone will opt out, right? Let's hope not. Um, if they do opt out, remember they're gonna get crappy ads that aren't quality and have nothing to do with their interests. Um, but other people who opt out, um, hopefully this aggregated events management um, tool will kind of make up some of the difference like they're saying it will. But you're, you're going to lose. I mean, 52% is a lot of data, don't you think? Yeah, that's a lot of data. So that's something to kind of prepare yourself for. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, but this is all to prepare yourself for if you're running ads now and the, the current drop or what's going to happen, not the current drop, but what's going to happen when it happens, you're going to have a drop. <laughs> so anyway... It's important that you understand how the percentage of data that you get from iOS and prepare yourself for the potential drop in data that you're going to get once the update rolls out. Okay, now, there's something else that's going to happen. You're like, oh my God, make it stop. I know, right? It's crazy. It's just, it's very... I wouldn't say worrisome because, I mean, you shouldn't really stay up night worrying about this. Um, it is what it is, right? I mean, all good things come to an end. And, you know, just thankful that you're not Facebook because can you imagine how much money Facebook is going to lose from all this? I mean, or how much they stand to lose because people are going to probably stop running ads, um, which is why their Facebook is so feverishly trying to find ways to make up the difference in the data, to be honest with you. But, you know, it is what it is. And you, you can think of alternate ways to market. Um, you know, you, you might spend some time on some unpaid organic things like blog posts or, you know, build your Facebook page or Instagram or whatever. Um, one thing that I haven't really gotten into is how Google is going to handle this through, through their AdWords campaigns and stuff. Um, I, I know that there's a difference with Google because they're first party, they're not third party. So you, you might want to try that. I've, I've never really been a fan of Google AdWords, but it might be time to like, you know, to me, to say to myself, you know what, stop being so stubborn about it and try it because it could make up the difference that you're losing. Okay. So, all right, off topic, here we go. It used to be 
that you could have as default, and it was set as default, it was a 28-day click for your conversions. And what and that's the attribution. So what that meant was, if you placed an ad, and somebody like looked at it, and they interacted with it on their newsfeed, and then they came back like 14 days later, and clicked on it and bought something, that would be attributed to that specific ad. Does that make sense? Yes, okay. So that is going away. You're not gonna have a 28 day click anymore. You're gonna have a seven day click, which is a potential of 21 days of lost potential for attribution. So that means if someone interacted with your ad and they didn't do anything, but then they came back and they saw it again or whatever, and they clicked like nine days later and purchased, that purchase is not attributed to your ad. Okay, that, that's just sitting out there. It's like, yay, it's a purchase, woohoo. But you know, for, for data purposes and analytics purposes, um, you're, you're gonna lose your 21 days of, of attribution data. Okay, so how much is that? How much is that going to affect you? Well, I'm glad you asked <laughs> because there's a way that you can kind of compare. And if you go into your ad, your ads manager um, with your campaigns, and there's a column, there's a place to like set up your columns. If you click that drop down button, you can see compare at attribution at the bottom. So when you click on compare attribution um, and all of your 28 day data, they didn't stop doing the 28 day data until January. So that was a change in January. But now you can compare like um, the 28 day click to a seven day click. All right. And you hit apply and it will give you the results of the comparison between the two, okay? So um, it will tell you how much data came from a 28-day click from a previous ad, purchases the last 28 days, versus the purchases of the last seven days, and these are all clicks. There's also view too, and that's when someone views your ad and they don't actually click, they go from a view and then they go onto your website and they purchase it. And I guess that's why people are kind of weird about, you know, sharing their, their data because Facebook knows from the pixel that this person was in the audience, this person saw the ad, but then they went to the website and the pixel picks them up and they, they see that they purchased it. So that's how um, like a one day view is. There used to be a seven day view. There's not anymore. It's just a one day view. So I can see where people are like, oh my gosh, Facebook is big brother. They know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm talking about shoes and then the shoes come up in my newsfeed. But again, nobody knows who you are. It's just your data. And it's all for the benefit of putting information in front of you that matches your interest and your wants and needs and what you like, as opposed to just getting an ad for something that you don't like. You know, that way they know where you've clicked, they know where you go, and if that person 
from that pixel makes an ad, they're going to put that in front of you because you've either visited or you've had an interest in that. Okay. So the bottom line here is you can look and see the difference in the data between the 28 day click and the seven day click to see about how much you're going to lose. All right. So I think we've made it perfectly clear that we're all going to, to lose data. But these things that I've told you about, let me make sure I didn't, I got that one, that one, that one, that one. I'm going through my checklist to make sure I've told you everything before I wrap this up. Okay, the last thing that I have to say to you is, and I've said it before, just be prepared for your ad results to drop or fluctuate. Your ads are gonna keep running once this happens, but your data is going to drop or fluctuate. Now, some people may see a difference, some people may not. I mean, it, and I guess it all goes back to the quality of an ad that you're running. Um, but you can also expect that your audience creations to drop because you're not going to be able to pull from those people who have opted out. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't give up on Facebook ads yet. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give up on them yet until I see what's going to happen. Because I still think, you know, right now it's the best return on investment that, that you can get going, right? I mean, 13 cents a click, woohoo, I'll take it. And, you know, I guess that's why with Google AdWords, it depends on the popularity of the keyword that you're using and the competition of the keyword that you're using. But uh, you can, you know, $400 a click and I've seen that and it's crazy but and hopefully you know you can find alternative keywords to use that aren't that expensive but um yeah it it's kind of sad <laughs> because this is into Facebook ads as we know it and you know if you're running Facebook ads we've all had good runs um if you haven't had a good run maybe you didn't know what you were doing and you didn't know how to set it up yet. Um, you know, and I think pretty much I don't like to talk about boosts because I don't boost and I don't really see a purpose to boost, but boosts will be affected as well because you're going to be creating a target audience. So anyone who's opted out will not be part of that target audience e either. So a lot of things are going to be affected and to what extent, you know, we don't know. So get prepared, y'all. Um, get my checklist. Go through. Make sure you're ready for this. Um, if you're a client of mine, you're already ready. If you've asked me to do it, um, you're, you're ready. We're just waiting for this to happen. It's almost like, you know, anticipation. And hopefully it's not going to be as bad as people think. It's not going to be like, you know, a... a frenzy where everyone's like, oh my God, my ad stopped working. I mean, there could be, I mean, who knows? I'm doing this just so you are prepared in advance because once, once this changes over, I'm not sure how much of this you're going to be able to set up. Um, and it's super, super important that you verify your domain, that you own your business manager. You're the owner of it. And that you've got your eight events and custom conversions already set up and ranked. Um, 
because you're, you know, you're going to lose data. It's 72 hours. If you're running an ad and you don't have any of these set up in your aggregated um, tools, uh, event tools, um, you know, 72 hours without data. How fun is that? It's not fun. So this is serious. Um, I don't think it's into the world serious. But it's something to have on your radar, and it's something to take these next six, seven, ten days, whenever early spring is, to Facebook, and and get this set up and get this right and correct. And then you know all all you have to do after that is you know feel comfort and feel confident that you have everything set up properly, and just see what happens. Right? Okay. Well. Fasten your seatbelts, y'all, because it may or may not be a bumpy ride, and nobody knows. I wish I had more answers for you, but the answers that I have, I just told you. This is all I know about it. Be prepared. Be proactive. Set it up. Get ready, because it's coming. And, you know, explore alternative ways to market. Um, you know... One thing I haven't looked into is, you know, Pinterest marketing. I think they track, though. I mean, any anything that has any type of tracking device on it as, you know, for marketing purposes other than, well, I mean, even Google Analytics. But if someone is searching on Google, if they're on Google and they search on Google, you know, that's still first party. That's not third party. So that's that's data that Google uses. So... You know, I, I could probably talk in circles about this all day, and I know you don't want me to do that, and I don't want to do that. So bottom line is, you know, these changes that Facebook is making is across the board. It's not just for iOS users. Um, you know, it, if your market, if your you know target people are mostly Androids, this... Um, aggregated events management tool will pertain to them too. So, um, yeah, it, and it might be coming, these privacy changes might be coming for Android, you know, once this Apple thing rolls out. I mean, it, it's the wave of the future, and it, it's a shame. I mean, you know, Facebook and other other companies have gotten so good at being able to retarget from interests that freaks people out and they think that you know it's kind of like the whole amazon alexa thing like are they listening to you are they taking notes of what you're doing maybe with that possibly um i don't know because i think they're well i'm not getting into that but as far as facebook goes and google analytics i'm telling you i'm on there every day i have no idea who belongs to what data. I just know that the data's there, the data's good, the data serves a purpose, but I totally get if some people want to opt out. I, I understand. So here we are. Y'all get my checklist. The link's in the notes. Um, I worked really hard on it too, by the way. <laughs> so check it out, y'all. Um, I'm very proud of myself. There you have it. So if you have any questions, again, you can email me. You can me message me on Facebook. You can message me on Instagram. Like, 
if you go to my website, it's rio-llc.com, you know, all of my social media and contact information is there, my phone number and email, the voice notes in this podcast show notes. Um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with me and I, and I'm happy to help. I want to help. I want everyone to be prepared and not get caught, you know, already behind once this thing starts. So y'all stay safe. (laughs) Um, I hope all this made sense. I hope you could follow along, but, um, yeah, do what you got to do and, you know, good luck. And I, I hope everything turns out well. And I will be talking to you guys soon. Have a good one. Stay safe and healthy.